Wednesday, March 14th. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, I want to take you to a story out of the news site Daily Caller. It deals with PolitiFact. Now, PolitiFact is the organization that Facebook has employed to help rid the world of fake news. The interesting thing is PolitiFact has now come out and declared that the killing of unborn babies and abortion is a disputed fact. They said that it falls under fake news. Of course, what they're dealing with in the context of the story, Tom was a congressman in the state of Texas who, when he went to speak to the League of Women Voters, just told them that he would do his best to defund Planned Parenthood and he would do his best to rid us of the genocidal destruction of the unborn babies in the womb. They took that on and said his claim that abortion is the murder of babies or the killing of babies is a, quote, disputed fact. And the basis that they did that is that organizations like Planned Parenthood have said that it is fetal eradication or fetal reduction. Well, if they call it fetus reduction or fetal eradication, then that must not be killing babies. So we will declare it as a disputed fact, as a fact-checking organization. They also appealed to Roe v. Wade, that Roe v. Wade had legalized abortion. So if it is legal to kill the, quote, fetus in the womb, then that can't be called murder because murder would be criminality. And Roe v. Wade has declared it not to be murder. And Roe v. Wade has declared it to be a fetus, not a baby. Tom, that is the same irrationality that people in the 19th century, after the Dred Scott decision, said, well, notice that the Supreme Court decision that was written by Judge Taney, that declared that a slave is not a full person. Therefore, they can be owned like chattel slavery. The Supreme Court can say all that they want to. The fact that they said it does not make it true. Africans that were brought to this country are made in the image of God. They are people. They're not partially a person. They're actually a person. So Roe v. Wade does not determine reality any more than the Dred Scott case determined reality. So we say to the Supreme Court that passed Roe v. Wade, you are being scientifically, spiritually, philosophically, and rationally inconsistent. These are not just simply a conglomeration or a mass of cells that may or may not turn into a baby. Tom, all you have to do is be with a mother. When the child moves in the womb, the mother does not say, oh, I just had a contraction of a cellular mass. No, the mother says, oh, my baby just moved. From the moment of conception, everything that that child is, is there. It's only going to grow in size, not in terms of essence. All of its DNA is there. It is a baby. Harry, it's interesting you brought up Dred Scott because the gentleman that you referred to out of Texas, Jason Isaac, the thing that really got pro-abortion advocates upset was this statement that every day in America, we kill as many as 1,000 black children. 
Yes, Tom. And by the way, this shouldn't surprise us because who is the number one provider and promoter of abortion? Planned Parenthood. Who founded Planned Parenthood? Margaret Sanger, a full-out supporter of eugenics who aimed at the eradication of the black race. And Planned Parenthood continue that legacy to this day. Planned Parenthood is mostly located in major cities. And guess what? Major cities, over half of the African-American babies are aborted. In major, you go to New York, you go to Detroit, you go to Cleveland, you go to Los Angeles. In those cities, the number of abortions among African-Americans is greater than the number of delivery of babies. It is aimed as a genocidal instrument against the African-American race. That is what's absolutely astounding, and that is what he took on specifically, not only the one million plus that we abort in our nation every day, but the fact that it is aimed specifically at the African-American demographic in our population. They couldn't deny that statistic, so what they said was, that's not really killing African-American babies. Those are just fetuses. They're not babies. What you're doing is, like we talked about yesterday, Tom, is that what you're trying to do is minimize adultery as a sin by giving it a euphemism of an affair. So what we're taking is an anglicized Latin term, fetus, in order to refer to the baby in the womb, in order to try to say it's not a baby. But we know it's a baby. Therefore, it is the destruction of the life of a baby. And on the one hand, they want the freedom to kill these babies all the way up to their birth and even what we call partial birth abortions. They want the freedom to do it, but they also want to hide under word games that they're not really doing it. Fetal reduction, fetus eradication, and we'll call it a fetus instead of a baby. Listen, you know what it is. It's a baby and you know what you're doing. You're killing it. Why? Because it is an unwanted consequence of the sexual revolution. You've got to have it to get rid of the inconvenient and the unwanted. And I will throw out my statement again. Anyone who supports abortion, I would love to debate you publicly on the difference between this and the final solution policy of the unwanted and inconvenient in Nazi Germany. In fact, we can go to the activity of Stalin as he would get rid of the unwanted. Mao Zedong, Paul Pot, they all have this fascist power to eradicate the unwanted and the inconvenient. And in our nation, we now have the government historically embracing the funding and approval of the unwanted and inconvenient in what actually ought to be the safest place in existence, and that is in the womb. And therefore, I would love for someone to rationally explain to me the difference between that and the public policies of tyrannical nations. Here, our tyrancy is not a dictator. Our tyrancy is the sexual revolution and the cultural elite who want to have sexual gratification at all costs, even at the cost of putting to death the consequences of sexual promiscuity, and that is quote-unquote unwanted children. But Tom, let me just say one final thing. You may not want them, but we do. Christians do. We'll adopt them. And by the way, for those who say no to the lies of Planned Parenthood, we'll help you. We have places not only to take the children that we have 
and to help you through the process so that you do not become drawn into the notion that the eradication of the child will have no consequences in your life. To those fathers and mothers who are facing this child that you quote-unquote don't want, we would love to spend time with you about what does it mean to want them, and if you cannot raise them, then there are those there who would raise them. These are children made in the image of God. Precious in His sight is every little one. Jesus loves the children and said, Blessed are they, for as such are the kingdom of heaven. Let the children come to me. Harry, on Thursday's edition of Today in Perspective, I want to take you to a story out of the Daily Beast, where a leftist rabbi named J. Michelson has disputed the idea that God's design for gender involves accepting biological sex. Yeah, in other words, he's saying you may be born biologically away, but that doesn't mean you have to accept that as a gender identity in your life. So let's talk about that tomorrow. But what I really want to talk about is the horrendous affront to God and how he handles the Word of God in order to promote an irrational fabrication that separates gender from biological sex. We'll deal with that on Thursday's edition of Today in Perspective. As we close out for today, let me remind you to download the Briarwood app. It's yours at no cost. With this app, you'll have access to audio, video, and written resources. Not only will you have access to Today in Perspective, you'll also have access to our five-minute daily devotional entitled Fresh Bread. Five minutes each day in the Scriptures with Harry, a great addition to your personal quiet time. Again, this app is yours at no charge. Go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.